Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, November the 30th, the last day of the month of November. And this particular reading comes to us by way of the first book of Kings in the Old Testament, chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. First Kings 19, verses 11 through 16. And we're still getting our toe wet in the water of Advent as we're getting ready tomorrow to move into the new month of December, the last month of the year. And uh, the pace is beginning to pick up with activity, certainly in preparation for Christmas. And uh, we see more uh, commercials for sales, uh, more shopping channels popping up, selling things. We get more flyers in the mail, more images of parties and celebrations and people gathering and so on and so forth. All, all to the good and so on. Uh, and yet there uh, we are in the season of Advent in preparation. But our preparation is of a different sort, isn't it? It is not the frantic preparation of buying and selling, of preparing for parties and so on and so forth like that. And again, nothing wrong with any of that in and of itself. But our preparation is of a different sort in that our preparation is a travel and a journey as we spoke about from the beginning, of these short, quiet season, these short, quiet weeks to an extent. Uh, they're not the buzz, bang, and boom of the secular world. And because it's short, but it's also intense in a different sort of way, it's intense inwardly and spiritually. And our reading really captures that and gives us pause to reflect today. Uh, it concerns Elijah, Elijah, God's prophet. And uh, he comes from the mountain of the Lord and he seeks uh, shelter or refuge in a cave. Uh, but the word of the Lord comes to him and says, Go outside and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will be passing by. Well, goodness. So Elijah, of course, goes and stands there. And a strong and heavy wind was rending the mountain and crushing rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was fire. Evidently, there was an eruption, and the molten lava was spewing out, and the fire was all around. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound, when he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went and stood 
at the entrance of the cave. <coughs> Pardon me. And when he heard, uh, when Elijah heard this tiny whispering sound, he hid his face in his cloak, went and stood at the entrance of the cave, and the voice said to him, Elijah, why are you here? He replied, I have been most zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. But the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, tore down your altars, and put your prophets to the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. And the Lord tells him to go. I have a mission for you. And he gives him his mission. The voice of the Lord was in the tiny whispering cloud. It wasn't in the heavy wind. It wasn't in the earthquake. It wasn't in the fire and all the molten lava that was spewing about. It was in a tiny whispering voice. But Elijah, because he listened with his heart and not just caught up in the wind and the earthquake and the fire, which were all distractions. Spectacular, yes. Awesome, yes. Fear-producing, absolutely. But it's in that tiny, whispering voice. And that really captures Advent, doesn't it? It's in the tiny, whispering voice. It's not in the frantic activities. It's not in the buying and selling the giving and receiving. It's not in the shopping. It's not in running here and running there and errand here, visiting this one. All, all good things, again. But the voice of the Lord, the whispering, the whispering sound, tiny whispering sound, is what is most important. And in a time when and in an age like ours, when we're bombarded from the time we get up to the time we go to bed with people talking at us, sounds all around, noise. It's often hard for us at times to really listen to the tiny whispering voice of the Lord who speaks to the very depth of our being. It's not that the Lord is not speaking. It's that very often we are absorbed in the earthquake and the wind and the molten lava and the fire that we miss the tiny voice of the Lord speaking to us during these four short weeks as we prepare for the greatest event God entering human history and entering our hearts. And notice, he doesn't come in a palace, doesn't have royal attendance with him. Uh, he doesn't have pomp and circumstance. There's no great celebration. In fact, there's no room in the inn. Mary and Joseph, in preparing for the birth of Jesus, they have to go into a stable and Jesus has to be laid in a crib. 
amidst not not the most sanitary, not the most splendid. In fact, uh, they're very uh, dangerous and drab, certainly not sanitary. And yet, that's where the Lord has decided to visit us. It is God pouring himself into that crib and into that stable. And it is the shepherds, the shepherds. It is the wise men, foreigners from the east, who look upon the child and recognize that God is doing something extraordinary, that this is no ordinary birth, although it is of a human being in space and time in history. It is something that transcends the ordinary everyday experiences of life. If only we can discern that whispering sound. Emmanuel, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. And he comes. And he comes in the child so that we might grow up. He comes in poverty so that we might be rich in the Lord. He comes in need so that God can be the one to fill our need. The tiny whispering voice. It's good for us to take a moment each day, especially in this holy season of Advent, and treat ourselves to a a quiet moment where we're not distracted by sounds, we're not worried about the mighty winds, the, the tornadoes, the earthquakes, the hurricanes, the molten lava. Everything is off, and we sit there and just listen to the tiny whispering voice that the Lord speaks to us. We don't have to say anything. We don't have to tell the Lord all the day's activities, our anxieties, our needs, our problems. None of those things, because the Lord knows before we ever tell him. And the Lord knows in ways that we cannot even comprehend. But it is in that tiny, whispering voice that the Lord speaks to each and every one of us about his love, his presence, and his desire for our good and what is for our good. And may we be like Elijah. We go out and we wait. And we're not caught up in the winds the earthquakes, the molten lava on fire. But in listening to the tiny voice, Jesus is passing. Jesus is present. And Jesus will be born in us. And in Jesus, we will be reborn. Let us today pause and listen 
to their tiny, whispering voice. God bless you.